I know, well, uh, like this, you always get this question with kids. Well, why wouldn't the foolish ones share, why wouldn't the wise ones share their oil with the foolish ones? And you know, at that point I scream at the children, it, that's not the point of the story. Um, but let me explain, even though really for most of you, I'm sure this will be review. So remember, um, at first century Jewish rituals for marriage had a certain order to it. And so Matthew is very Jewish. You would know immediately what Jesus is talking about. And religion is not just moral impositions. Religion is a marriage between us and God. And so um, the Jewish writer, so religion is a marriage, but the Jewish rite of marriage in the first century was, um, came in stages. So the first stage was a betrothal. So it actually starts with um, offering the bride a glass of wine. If she drinks a wine, that's the first stage of marriage. So like if Marilyn, if I offered her a wine, she would grab that glass because I know her. Um, and then this ritual would take place. You have this chopa, which symbolizes the Holy Spirit over the couple. There's a sacrifice. And then technically you're married. The third phase is after, um, after they're married. It's not like here. The groom goes away. And these are called the days of preparation or the days of separation. He goes away and builds onto the family compound a place for the new family. Then he comes back in this torchlight parade to the bride. And he says to the bride, in my father's house, there are many dwelling places. If there are not, would I have come back to take you to myself so that where I am, you may also be. And at that point, the bride and all her family and virgins, um, they join this torch, torchlight parade back to um, the wedding party that would last for seven days. And so the going back is called the second coming when the groom takes the bride um, to the wedding feast. And heaven is pictured as a wedding feast. Religion is this marriage ceremony where we fall in love with Christ, God. Our whole life is supposed to be spent in love. So dissecting the parable. So think about it. this is religion. And the five ones are getting oil for their lamp. Um, and the oil can symbolize wisdom or love. In this analogy, it would be love that you spent your life gaining the oil of love. So you burn bright when Christ comes, he can see you. Uh, the foolish ones, uh, they spent their time not ever gathering love. They think they're religious, but they never really gathered the oil of love. And so um, I, I do like the fact that really all of them fell asleep. All of them, all of us in one way or another, um, we haven't been perfect. We've kind of, kind of fell asleep on the job. But some of us have spent our lives trying to gain the oil of love so that we can burn bright. And so when the bridegroom comes, when Christ comes, the foolish ones say, oh, give us some of your oil. I, I, I can't just give you love. I can shine and show you the way. I can point you and tell you what to do. But you have to get love inside of you yourself. Does that make sense? No, it doesn't? Okay, uh, so, but notice, you can't just say, well, here's the here. You have, it's gonna cost you 
true love, and Christ is going to make this one. True love always costs. Costs the the cross. You do have to purchase it, and it will cost, but um, you have to do it yourself. I can't give it to you. I can show you the way. And, um, oh, sorry. Uh, Almost fell. That would be embarrassing. Um, So then they go back to the wedding party, and the door shut means there will come a time where your decision is cast in stone. If you spent your life trying to gather love, Christ can see and recognize you. But once the door is shut, it's done. Your time here on earth is supposed to be this preparation for the great feast of love. Um, And if you're foolish, and you know, we're all fall asleep on the job, let's face it, but some, they never really paid the cost for love. So I do like this parable that it's a reminder that our time here is getting ready to be cut for the great wedding feast. We're supposed to burn with the presence of love. And so get some oil. And I know like, like this, the Eucharist, and hopefully you know this, is the mass is not only Christ's sacrifice, but it's a wedding. Um, when we receive communion, we literally are consuming the body and blood of Christ the source of love itself. Hopefully for us, our lives are shining. Hopefully for us, we're showing an example for other people to say, no, burn with love, spend your life gaining love. To spend your life just on yourself, never purchasing love, turns out to be the greatest waste of a life. Hopefully our little parish here, we burn with love, and we're the wise virgins that tell other people, no, you need to earn You need to pay the price for love now. It's worth it. And hopefully all of us will make it to the great wedding feast of love. Hello, this is Father Len McMillan. I'd like to take a moment to thank you for listening to our podcast. If they've been a blessing to you, I'd also like to invite you to prayerfully discern supporting the podcast financially. Your generosity would help support the ongoing production and distribution of the podcast. If you'd like to make a donation, you can simply click the link in the podcast description. Be sure to tell us your donation is for the podcast in the comment section of the submission form. Again, thank you for your support as we seek to share the good news of the gospel. May God bless you for your generosity.